Today, I'm speaking with Sonia Lowe, artist, writer, and filmmaker currently living in Los Angeles. Sonia, we first had the opportunity to work together back in 2012 on a, on a short film I was directing in Toronto. And a few years after that, I had the opportunity to shoot for a, a TV show that you were producing at the time. Since then, I've seen your career take off and go to amazing places. You've worked with some amazing talent. What took you to California? And was there a specific project you were working on? Yeah, I mean, um, I'll try to keep this short because to explain it would take two or three times. I need to start because <laughs> it's such a wild and arbitrary story. But yeah. essentially, um, it was it was a project. Um, you know, at the time, I was working in Toronto as a writer, as an editor for a magazine, and I'd already had a senior level position as an editor for a few different magazines that were across Canada and the U.S. But I was sort of scouted by a friend of mine to work on a project about the late great Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, I know this is where it gets a little wild and unbelievable, but you know, after he passed away, there was an opportunity to work on a, a few tribute projects about mm -hmm. him. Um, and so without sort of really having a full understanding of the project, it was a very uh, unconventional way that we were, we were literally running gunning guerrilla style. We were just, we didn't yeah. really, a plan we just had an idea and we had some assets that we could work with some you know materials that we could convert into a film and a book and i was asked to join the project in a, in a creative capacity and of course i said yes yeah. and of course i had to be in la because his family who was involved in the project are all situated here and the filmmaking process would would involve me being here so um that was in 2009 Wow. Yeah. So and that's that's pretty exciting. That's a big opportunity for sure. Yes, it was a it was a, a wild ride. Um, and we ended up uh, I wrote a book about him portion here. But yeah, it's a, it was a coffee table book that I wrote with his mother without really, you know, thinking it was going to going to go anywhere. Yeah. Because of the popularity of Michael Jackson. And the fact that we were working with his mother, I, I interviewed his mother for three months after he passed away in his home. I've been to his house. And, you know, a year after he passed away, everyone in the media was clamoring for some, some story about Michael. And the first person would be his mother to go to. And so I interviewed her. This, so this, this is where my career went into a completely unplanned direction. Because after I wrote the book, which was my background as a writer, um, the book ended up on Oprah, Good Morning America, wow. and NBC, and then everyone wanted to interview Mrs. Jackson, and so the person that she wanted to conduct the interview was me, because I had built a relationship with her. Yeah. She trusted me. I'd spent three months. It was a very interesting process because, you know, as exciting as it was, she was also grieving, so it was a really sensitive time for her. And so, yeah, I, I, I was just sort of thrown into the spotlight wasn't prepared for it. Suddenly, I was interviewing her on a date nine, Dateline NBC primetime special called Michael Jackson, A Mother's Story. I had no experience interviewing anybody on camera. Mm. I was always a behind the scenes person, as you know, working in production. Even as a writer, I would interview on the phone and whatnot. And then suddenly, I was thrust into the spotlight with this opportunity. 
And uh, yeah, and so that went on to documentary filmmaking. We, we made a film about Michael after that. And so that sort of led to the next you know, four years of my life where my, my career went from a writer to a, an on-camera producer, interviewer, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Wow. Wow. It's always so fascinating to, to hear how people's journeys take yeah. them along and, and what happens along the way. Yeah. Sonia, what are, what are you doing now? I, I know you have multiple projects kind of on the go. Can you can you tell me a bit about some of them? Sure. Well, I mean, I'm still back in film, as I as I mentioned to you earlier. You know, now I've gone back. I went through the full cycle of film production. I've produced a couple of feature films. I went into distribution for a little while, which was incredibly valuable as a filmmaker to understand the transactionary world of film. Yeah. Once you make a film, you know, you just mentioned you did a co-pro in the UK. Yeah. So then you go through that process and then what happens, you know, so I, I right. you know, learned, I learned a bit about that and that was incredibly valuable. And so now I'm coming back into filmmaking. I'm writing again. Um, I'm starting off my career in this new path where before I was on the produce, producing side on the business aspect and now I'm going back into creative. So writing a film, experimenting with storytelling for shorts um, and, you know, going back to, to writing again, I recently wrote a book, which I'm going to be publishing in a few months. Uh, the book is called The Art of Conversation, how to interview, you know, the hot seat, how to how to really interview people in different scenarios. Mm-hmm. My career after this situation went off into these, uh, I, I became a, an entertainment producer and I was suddenly interviewing high profile celebrities. Yeah. Very different scenarios on the red carpet, live television, and so on. So I don't do that anymore, but I wanted to leave that legacy behind with a book with a how-to book on yeah. how to really capture the essence of a heartfelt interview and make your interviews relevant and so on so between those two things um you know experimenting with youtube that sort of thing that's that's i'm just kind of going back into content creation storytelling and yeah. finding my voice again in those uh in, in this new revolutionary world of uh content it's wild to think that you know, one project takes you into a certain path and then another one takes you back to another one. And before you know it, you've you've kind of gone through the levels of of, of filmmaking and being a creative and dabbling in different areas. But I, I think, as you said, doing some writing and producing and interviewing and makes you versatile and it makes you a very strong asset to have on, on a set. Yeah. Yeah, you know, production um, is an all-encompassing task. And as you know, as, as a director yourself, you've got to be able to understand all the inner workings of the scope of production. And the only mm-hmm. way you can really do that is by, you know, rolling your sleeves up and getting in the trenches and understanding what everyone else does and having respect for that because it's such a collaborative effort. You know, it's not just one person with one story yeah 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 on on larger projects uh, i i find what i love most about about large productions and working with a, a larger team is is that kind of opportunity to to draw from everyone else's strengths mm-hmm. and to take those ideas that others have that you might not see mm-hmm. and knowing as as a director or as a producer how to how to also stay humble and and know that the collaborative process is, is a strong journey that can take you to places that you might not realize 
if you let your ego get in the way. You know, I agree. However, I just want to add a, another aspect to that, which is you do have to be humble and collaborative, but as a director, as, as a person who's leading a set, yeah. you also have to be able to sort of uh, assert your dominance, right? Because you you are the creative voice and everyone sure. collaborators, and you have to find that kind of way to rule with a gentle fist. Yes. <laughs> Where you can assert yourself, but also respectfully, you know, 100%. time, money in those sets, especially those larger productions, you know, you can't really, you don't have time to, you know, for the formalities a lot of the time. So it's yeah. a really delicate balance trying to assert yourself on the set, I find. Interesting. 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very good point to have. When you get to the, the larger productions, you, there, there's there's money at stake, there's there's time at stake, and and those are things that are very valuable to, to everybody, yeah. um, but especially when it's somebody else's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I get that. Um, so now that you've kind of worked your way through a bunch of different aspects of of creating, what is something you wish you knew earlier on in your career? I think really what I wish I knew was that um, that I was always going to gravitate toward the storytelling aspect. I think I denied a lot of that myself because I didn't feel I was good enough. Uh, and what I what I think wish I knew then is that I am good enough to step up and and to tell the stories that I want to tell. Mm. I, I was perhaps a little too humble into thinking I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I didn't have what it takes. And and I really wanted to invest enough time in the industry where I I was able to get the respect for the time that I invested. However, you know I was under I was undermining my ability my creative ability because now that I've come full circle I have always had what it takes I just wasn't stepping up so back then I wish I would have stepped up a little bit more and had 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 more confidence to step into the role that I was born to do yeah hundred percent that's that's something I hear from so many people is is that just do it just go and do it yes just yeah, put yeah. yourself out there and yeah. and because everyone starts somewhere and yeah. you you know even if you may not feel like you have what it takes at the moment you're never going to get there if you don't start yeah and if you don't try working with new people and and you know when i know from working with yourself and with working with other people on some of my earlier projects one thing i always said when I was when I was interviewing people and and bringing teams together was I don't know everything uh, I am I am still new and starting out but I have a vision I know what I want to get done and I know I want to bring people along who are better than me yeah and and that I can learn from and I, I felt a lot of people respected that that viewpoint of me saying I know what I want to get done but I need your help yeah. Yeah, I think it's just mostly, you know, overcoming the fear of making mistakes. Yeah. I, I think like as a perfectionist myself, I, I, I used to be afraid of making mistakes. And so I, I, I would rather not do it or spend relentless hours trying to make something perfect. And I think that, you know, there was a really interesting quote I read, which was um, creative people know when to make mistakes, artists know which ones to keep. And so you know, I think there's beauty in, in, in progress and growth and, and making mistakes and loving them and appreciating where you are and putting yourself out there and the vulnerability of all of that. I think that's 
you know, the most beautiful part of, of being an artist. Mm -hmm. I, I know so many, so many people who, myself included, who have not put projects out there because it's not, it's not perfect. Yeah. And, and it's sitting there and it's, it's, you know, to anyone else, it's, it's finished, it's complete. And, but to myself, it's like, no, but now I'm, I, now I've learned this, or now I've gotten this yeah. skill. And instead of letting, you know, I spoke about this on, on one of the other episodes, instead of letting the project have life and right. letting it, you know, go out there and, and do what it, it can do, maybe inspire somebody, maybe tell a story. I, I'm, I'm keeping it closed and I'm not letting others enjoy it because I, I don't feel that I'm good enough to yeah. put it out there. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Well, yeah, I guess we all sort of, we all sort of feel this, you know, um, desire to sh put our best foot forward. But sometimes your best foot forward 10 years ago was what it was. And you have to be gentle. Right. You know, I cringe when I watch some of my old interviews. I've been rewatching them and as I'm writing this book and I'm cringing because I'm thinking, man, I should have. You know, but I was just not as experienced as I am now. And that's okay. You know, as long as you're out there doing it, that's worthy of something, you know, that's applaudable, in my opinion. Exactly. Sonia, if if somebody were to come to you today and wanted to get started as as a writer or or on set in um, in some sort of capacity, what what advice would you give them? Um, well, I mean, just do it, like you said earlier. Um, just uh, do it. Dream big. I think yeah. that was dream big. Don't be afraid of your dreams. If you have a dream in your heart, it's because you have a desire to fulfill it and you have the ability to fulfill it. So allow yourself, first of all, to dream. Secondly, you know, with writing, it, if I were to give a particular advice for writing, because I do think writing is a craft. It's a craft that can be developed. Mm -hmm. Some people have got it naturally, but some people have to work on it. But at the baseline of writing, the craft of writing is really honesty, finding your voice. And I think in anything you do, finding your voice, understanding what you stand for, understanding who you are, so that when you're creating anything, it's from a very authentic place. Oh, that's, that's amazing advice. That's, you know... I, I listen to the advice that I, from different guests and everyone kind of follows the same notes to, to a degree of, you know what, give yourself a bit of, of breathing room, yeah. go for it. Know that you're not, you may be perfect and you may not have everything, but you can learn. You can, you can develop your skills. You can hone in on, on, on different aspects of your craft but you have to be passionate about it and you have to just kind of love what you do. Yeah, I mean, look, the evolution of our industry is inevitable. It's because it's driven so, so much by technology. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I started working in media, it went from print magazines to digital to online to broadcast to vlogging to blogging. Now it's AI. Like, if, if you want to work in this industry, you've got to be able to keep up with the evolution of, you know, how people consume content changes, you know, every year. So you have to be versatile as a filmmaker and still at the core of that, have that, you know, the vision, you know, intact. So yeah. it's always going to be, you know, learning. It's always learning some, you know, that's okay. the fun. Sonia, mm -hmm. if people wanted to find out more about your work or, or a little bit more about you, where can they do that? 
I'm on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think, you know, I don't have time to go on every social media platform there is, but I, I put a lot of my work on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. you can link tree to my website and so on. So my Instagram, which is uh, my name with two underscores on either side of it, um, I don't know how you do how you link it to the show or my website, which is sonialow.com, S-O-N-I-A-L-O-W-E.com. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I I post most of my recent works mm -hmm. that I share that I have the courage to share. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, Sonia, I appreciate you being here with me today. It, it's definitely been great to to catch up, to to hear what you've been working on, and and to hear your invaluable advice for for anyone who might be wanting to start out or like myself, looking to to move forward with a, you know a little more confidence in what they do. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Seven Seas podcast, where creators learn from creators. Sonia, it's been amazing. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, James. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I, I look forward to more of what you do and, and to watching the show. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.